First, we're going to learn a Gemara that we already discussed. So there's not much to talk about. Then we're going to start the next sugya, which there is tons to talk about. So we'll make a haschala tonight. We are on Lamed Zayin Amid Beis. Two dots, about a third of the way down the page. On my Rav. The porridge of the villagers. That they put in a lot of flour. It's basically a flour, Michael. It's basically a grain porridge. My time at the Smidaker, the flour is the main ingredient. The Mechuza. The well-known fine schmeckers of Mechuza. Mechuza gets a bum rap in, in Gemara a lot. Rav is Rav in Mechuza. In Mechuza, they, they were Bali Hana so much. They, uh, they knew how to enjoy life. So like Mechuza has a Viviana. So they like a sweet tooth. So in Mechuza, state their porridge, the Loimavshebekimcha, the relative to the sweet, relative to the honey, they didn't put in too much flour, because it was like eating uh, fruity pebbles. It was, it, was, uh, it was like mama's sweet cereal. My time at Duvsha Iker. The main ingredient was the honey. But then Rava said what we said for the whole week. Doesn't matter. When you're dealing with Mizaynis, we suspend the halachas of Iker. When you're dealing with the chamishas mine dagon, we suspend the halachas of rave, we suspend all the regular halachas. Aidivaidi, Bayramine Mizainis, my taima, the Ravashmul, Dharma Travaihu. Ravan Shmuel said jointly, Kol Shiyesh by Mechameshas Haminim, anything that contains the Chamesh Mine Dagan, Bivarakhale Bayramine Mizainis, automatically gets a Mizainis. So we discussed the whole week called Shiyeshbai. Let's move on. Says the Gemara. This Gemara, you're saying it's not the same. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, licorice, licorice. Yeah, we, we, talk, we talked about licorice. We talked about licorice. Um, says the Gemara. Yeah, so, so the other half of Rabbi Shmuel, the culture who, which meant to exclude rice, which. which the usher still says it's not Rav and Shmuel's fault, but Lamaisi, we were medayik. That the other part of Rav and Shmuel we slugged up. Goodbye, goodbye. But this this Rav and Shmuel remains intact. It's a hundred percent in force, and that's how we paskin. And like we said, just remember, with the first night we learned, we said many rules, and, and one of the rules was Taisvis that it's lislaid as halev. You're eating it for for Sauda purposes to get you know grains stick to your what is it sticks to your ribs it's you know that's real food that you know once you have that tonight it's pretty hard to get out of Um, Amrib Yosef says Rib Yosef Hai Chvitze the soup the Ispa Pirurin Kezayis that contains chunks of bread that are kezayis large, betchila mevarach la hamaytzlechem and aretz, 
At first, you make hamoitzi ula b'seif mevarach lav brachas, and you bench. So, let's skip the soup for a second. Let's skip the soup for a second. Let's ignore the words ha'ichvitza for two seconds. So the Gemara here is essentially repeating a halacha that we know. That pirurin kezayis, like we had before, if the pieces of bread are a kezayis, you make a hamaitzi. If they're not a kezayis, you don't make a hamaitzi. Obviously, the fact that it's soup, the chvitza aspect of it, could changed the status. Abrigmar is coming to say it didn't. So the question is, <clears throat> what is the chvitza? How did it change the status? How could have I have thought it would have changed the halacha? And Kamash on the Gemara, nope, it's still good, it's still as a kezayis. So there's a machlekes Rashi Taisus, <coughs> what's going on over here. Rashi learns, Rashi learns, that we're talking about taking bread, which we mamish had this price a minute ago, which is part of Tysus's problem with Rashi. You take regular pieces of bread and boil them up. Rashi says the chiddush is that cooking the bread doesn't change the status. Boiling the bread doesn't change the status. If you look in Rashi, Rashi says. Uh, that you sprinkle into the pot bread and the chiddush is that cooking doesn't change the status we don't need Rabbi Yosef to tell us this this is mamish the b'risa we've been learning for the last 3-4 days that you take bread and you cook it up it, if it has prusas kezais it retains the halacha. So that is something we're going to have to come back, that Rashi. According to Taisus, Rashi has no chiddush. Taisus says it's talking weird. I mean, just well, a quick answer. Briskarov says, Briskarov says, Chazanish also, Briskarov and Chazanish saying the same thing, that's already a Gishmaka thing. The Briskarov says that if it lost its kezayis because it was cooked, the chiddush of Rashi is that you still make a hamaytzi, even though the thing you're eating is in a kezayis. Now, it doesn't mean it fell apart, but sometimes when you like heat something up or cook something, it loses or gains or makes volume, and it's not the same size as it was because it shrinks. You know, sometimes you can take a roast from the butcher, it looks this big. When you finish cooking, it looks this big. Sometimes cooking like shrinks something. So the Biskarov says that if the cooking process made it less than a kezayis, it still retains the brachas. That's the chiddush in Rashi. But in Rashi, there is something which we're going to discuss more about the boiling process that it keeps it it keeps the halach. Taisa says that we're dealing here not with cooking we're dealing here with two things that get stuck together two things that get stuck together and also Taisa discusses here whether or not frying in oil is cooking so we have to get back to Taisa now let's let's move on for a little for a minute So let's just say it in English what Rashi said for purposes of moving on. Rashi said that if you have bread 
and you cooked it, as long as the pieces are still like his eyes, you still wash and bench. How do I know that? Ditanya. If a person comes to bring a carbon mincha in Yerushalayim, the first thing he does is makes a shechiyonu. So, okay, not talking about brachas anymore tonight. Who makes a shechiyonu? Rashi learns the guy that's bringing the carbon makes a shechiyonu. Taisus says, Taisus says, why would someone who's bringing a carbon make a shechiyonu? It's the Kayan who brings a shechiyonu. It's the Kayan who makes a shechiyonu. Why? Says Taisus, Gemara we just had in Sukkah. We just had in Sukkah that there's 24 Mishmaris, so every Kayan got to work two weeks a year, so those two weeks a year enable, enable the Kayan to make a shechiyonu every time it's his week. From here the Ramah learns that a fruit that blossoms twice a year is sufficient to make a shechiyonu, which means you can make a shechiyonu on a fruit more than once a year. The Ramah brings a raya from this taisis, that if the kayin, if the kayin can make a shechiyonu on his mishmar, which happens at least twice a year, forget yontif, at least twice a year, you're able to make a shechiyonu on a fruit that blossoms twice a year. That's Taisus's pshat. Oh, do, uh, um, your blueberry tree. No, <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. Apparently, apparently there are. You know, it's like for sure wheat. There's there's two. You know, you can have winter. A failure. We have winter wheat and 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 spring wheat. Yeah, but but you don't say we don't say shachiyon on wheat. But if a, if a fruit brings two crops a year, like a fig tree brings two crops a year. Okay. Now, Pleishua says, why didn't Rashi? Why didn't Rashi learn like Tesis? Why didn't Rashi say like that? This is a big, big deal. The rule of a Shechianu is you only make a Shechianu on a mitzvah that comes mizman lizman. On a mitzvah that comes on a schedule, but not regularly. But it's going to come again. Mizman lizman. If a guy, if a kayan brings a mincha, that is not a mitzvah that comes mizman lizman. Therefore, says the Pnei Yeshua, Rashi did not learn like Taisus. Rashi learned that a person brings a menachas and a mincha, and that's a mitzvah that comes mizman lizman. A big nafkemina of this is this is one of the few times that it's the halacha mafurshin shulchan aruch that we don't do. I don't know how often you buy a new talus. But the halach and shulchan when you buy a new talus, you make a shachiyonu. We don't go like that. When a kid puts on tefillin for the first time, when a kid puts on tefillin for the first time by his bar mitzvah, did any of you ever see someone making a shachiyonu the first time they put on tefillin by their bar mitzvah? No. We bought a new pair of in general. 20 years from now, you know, your brother's I bought a new pair of I did not make a shechianu the first day. I, I got a prechadish to make a, 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 a shechianu, but so that's that, what you're supposed to do. That was also Yeah, yeah. You do not make, you know why? Because it's not bum mizman lizman. 
It's not bum is man Why a new suit you make a shachianu but not a tal? It's not. It's there's there's a different guideline for a shachianu of a new clothing than a mitzvah. By a mitzvah, there's a guideline of a mitzvah that's bum is man By new clothing, it's not the same thing. It's not the same guideline. Clothing doesn't have to be bum is man A mitzvah has to be bum is man We don't make any suits anymore. Definitely not new shoes. Definitely not new shoes. So anyway, so this tesis, this tesis, again, I don't have time to do this thing. I'm going to say the Vart let you go. This tesis, and this Machlekes Rashi tesis about who brings, who's, who's the Gemara talking about, that you bring a, you make a Shachiyon when you bring a Mincha, tesis says it's going on the Kayin because it happens twice a year. <coughs> Rashi doesn't learn like that. Rashi doesn't learn that it's a mitzvah bam izman lizman. A person bringing a carbon mitzvah, that's a mitzvah that's bam izman lizman. And Rashi says you make a shachiyon. We'll stop there for tonight. We'll, we'll start again the, the brachas.